0: She that she falling. She wanna see my face when she wakes in the morning. It's probably cause i'm here in the way that I'm. F-ing. I hear it on repeat and she keep on calling me. This is, every, every, every is When I'm in a, I'll be all yours. They can hear you from city okay. That's all I need, my judge. Something call cool, my badge. Put it on beat my judge. Maybe Something
1: we like you wake up my body, just put it on me oh, Yeah, you know I can't admit that I want you
0: desperately If I did, if I told you that we gon' be a relationship And if we did, yeah, you know I, I you not run that team yeah, you know Cause you, you want some loyalty, and I can't give you love 60 degrees of information and entertainment. Play for today's Nigea. Ray Power. Ray Power. Ray Power. Ray Power.
2: Ray Power.
0: Nigeria's original independent radio station. Lagos. Akure. Aungoshi. Port Zone. Kadunat. Nigeria's first independent radio station has expanded, elevated, evolved. Welcome to the Ray Power National Network, a Dar Communications PLC enterprise offering 360 degrees of broadcasting service. Ray Power Reloaded. Are you ready? The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Ray Power stations in Nigeria and Ray Power FM. 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in. every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching The Vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Ray Power FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved.
3: to you our great friend and welcome to the biggest election program on your radio watching the vote
0: election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Ray Power stations in Nigeria and Ray Power FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m., let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Ray Power FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation (PVT). Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results in polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and be beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga. That's at Y-I-A-G-A. Ask your questions using the hashtag watching the Vote. Send us a message on WhatsApp via 903 watching the vote making votes count
3: so welcome indeed to another super edition of the program WTVR watching the vote R is a citizen's platform for discussions and credible elections now the program is dedicated to discussions on the upcoming 2023 presidential elections and the importance of informed citizens participation in the process watching the vote R is a citizen-led election observation initiative of yaga africa aimed at enhancing the integrity of elections using technological tools for election observation wtv is designed to promote credible elections and boost citizens confidence in the electoral process through the provision of citizens oversight on elections throughout the electoral cycle. Now, watching the vote is independent, do not forget that, is non-partisan and driven by citizens to provide accurate and timely information on the electoral process, deterring electoral fraud and building confidence in the electoral process. The WTVR, Is brought to you by Yaga Africa, working with its technical partner, National Democratic Institute, that is the NDI, and support from the United States Agency for International Development, USAID, and the Foreign and Commonwealth. Development Office, FCDO. FCDO. Now, having been observing elections since 2011, watching the votes, we will be observing the 2023 general elections. This will include a pre-election observation and deploying a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT, to observe the presidential election, which will enable Yaga Africa to provide citizens with timely information, on the electoral process and to also verify the accuracy of the election results announced. Stay with us. We will be right back as I introduce my topic of the day and also my wonderful guest.
0: Are you ready? ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Ray Power stations in Nigeria and Ray Power FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in. every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Ray Power FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved.
3: So I have two great minds right here in the studio who will be helping us with uh, the discussion for the day. And please do not forget we are looking at uh the 2023 election and the challenges of women participation that is the topic uh we will be considering today the 2023 election and challenges of women participation and our guest in the studio this lovely afternoon i have with me the program officer women in politics forum I'm talking about fifth uh, on waziri welcome indeed
2: thank you very much
3: great to have you and i also have with me elections manager yaga africa talking about paul james welcome
4: thank you very much good afternoon
3: good afternoon indeed okay so we'll head on to the discussion and uh, my first question here is directed to paul now what are the emerging concerns from yaga africa's pre-election observation so far
4: so from the uh, pre-election observation especially as it concerns women Our observations started from even the uh, voter registration process. Uh, Given that uh, participation is broad, so we try to look at even the uh, encumbrances or the things that could limit the participation of women as it relates to the voter registration. And um, if you think about the process, for instance, where people have to start from an off-site, that is uh, pre-registration online before they approach, in office for the registration at some point when we started in the physical observation there were places where you go and they are inaccessible to women you go to some places the officials are not also available to mm. attend to women but specifically for this phase of the electoral process mm. we had deployed observers since November of 2022 whereas one of the indicators we had 10 indicators that were tracking in the build-up to the election okay. one of which is also the participation of women or things that could limit the participation of women things mm-hmm. like uh, physical violence against women violence against women okay. concerns around hate speech or identity-based mm-hmm. violence that is violence against women as to, less to their age as it relates to also at the agenda as women. So what we have been seeing, especially in recent time, uh, sometimes in December we had concerns from uh, from uh, Kevin State okay. and also Kaduna said where women were targets of election mm-hmm. violence, especially women in politics, women as uh, party officials of the Labour Party now we also decided to be massage satellite more on other issues that concerns women especially relating to uh identity-based violence like mm-hmm. i said and we have also been tracking from across the zone no zone is spared we have concerns around his speech directed at women because they are participating in an election we had concerns also around targets, uh, women as targets, because there are young people that are aspiring to participate in okay. the process. So broadly, as it relates to women, mm. those are the things that we are seeing. But then, if you look at all the elements around the electoral process, that will also limit their participations. Yeah insecurity is on the, is in the increase especially mm-hmm. in the southern part of the country specifically at the africa we're also observing uh, we had deployed observers and uh, supervisors to recruit observers okay. for us for the observation of the election to the we are concise already in about six local government where mm-hmm. we are not able to access these are also places that if we had been able to recruit women, for instance, it could increase, increase their participation in the process. In the Southeast, for instance, uh, we had concerns for member Mbano in Imo State, from Olu, from Osu, or East, or West. Where up to this moment as we speak, we are not able to access the local government because of insecurity. We also had a place, for instance, AI in Anambra okay. State, that we are still not able to access because of security concerns. Like I said, this is spread across all the all the region. Uh, Interesting. almost all of this region have one of two of these challenges that we thought uh, if you look at it broadly it could limit the participation Definitely of women nice. if mm. that is not also frontally addressed on the part of the election commission we yes. have sol- seen also uh, efforts in recent time to increase participation especially with the uh, collection of the pvcs that is mm. ongoing okay. there were also concerns around the pvc collection that we thought could affect women participation you mm-hmm. go to some places centers are crowded like, you need to muzzle your way around some of the location to be able to engage or collect your... In our previous
3: shows, uh, we've had... Yeah, so,
4: like yeah, I'm not looking at this mm. as it relates directly mm. to uh, women and women participation. So, mm-hmm. um, some centers should go, officials are not even available to attend mm. to women or to attend to other stakeholders in the process. So, we thought if all of these are not addressed uh, in the next... <laughs> We barely like have about a month, about a month until the election. If these concerns are not addressed before the election, it could definitely affect their women's participation in the process.
3: Beautiful introduction from Paul. Faith, let me move over to you. Now, uh, what are your worries as regards women's participation in the 2023 election?
2: Okay, thank you very much Oche for that question. Uh, to answer this question, I'd look at um, three categories of women participating okay. in 2023 elections. Um, looking at candidates, female candidates that we have, looking at voters, the women that would come out to vote on election day, and looking at um, other staff, maybe security staff deployed, mm-hmm. or INEC staff deployed, or journalists and female observers for the 2023 elections. Now, one worry that I have that I know would affect these three broad categories yeah. um, is insecurity. Okay. For, for candidates, now the level of security or insecurity in a particular um, location will determine how far their campaign can go, hmm. how they are, how they'll be able to reach out to the voters that are in um, specific locations that have been under serious security threats mm. that is one major issue for them and now if you're not able to reach out to these voters then they will not be able to mobilize enough votes that would take them um that would give them success at the 2023 polls another issue now coming coming to voters now yes if the security situation is not um wonderful uh not even name not say wonderful if it's not okay, okay yes mm women would not be encouraged to come out and vote. In fact, there are are some societies in Nigeria Mm. that um, already practice the system of keeping their women at home, having their women at home mostly, and then we now know that if they are going to be um, security threats, women would not be able to vote. In fact, you'd see basically in homes, you'll see where um, a 17-year-old boy goes out and can come back by 10 p.m. and no one's saying anything, Mm -hmm. but his 21-year-old sister goes out and comes back by six and everybody's calling, where are you? You know, so um, security is also an issue, Um, is an issue for voters, for female voters. And we look at um, other staff, um, looking at female observers or journalists that might, um, may be deployed on um, elections. Security and insecurity would also affect them participating and um, conducting, let's say, gender analysis of these elections. Now, we're not even looking at electoral violence, we're just looking at how insecurity would affect them. So that is one worry. Another worry that I can see, well, it depends on how, talking about female candidates now, it depends on how they are able to get this uh, right. So there is a lot of, would I say, emphasis on presidential elections. And as we know, there's only one female uh, presidential candidate. And uh, because there's so much, you know, would I say, attention, focus and noise around presidential elections, um other candidates are now kind of in their shadows so for example if we have um okay we have a young candidate um a 20 year 28 year old female uh juliet she's running for um Amak House of for Amakwari Federal Constituency. Mm. Now, one thing she learned to do was to leverage on the clamor for young people using the Labour Party um, presidential candidates, you know, to live up to mm. gain that as an advantage. Now, there are other people that are not able to do this. You know, we have to look at the fact that she's under a different party entirely. Okay. You know, but she's able to. um, leverage that and work uh, work with that. Interesting. But some, some some are not able to do that and to an extent we're trying to see we, it might affect them it might affect how far they'll be able to reach to um, the voters but um, essentially I think that uh, so far a number of female candidates have been conducting wonderful campaigns despite Interesting uh, what has been going on and I really believe that uh, if insecurity is properly addressed uh, okay. we should have um a a good beautiful, yes, okay. beautiful surprises at the 2023
3: interesting and very refreshing i must say uh paul back to you how do you think yaga africa's watching the vote pre-election findings can impact on the elections so far
4: well so as part of what we try to do is also to uh set up a feedback loop okay. as we get these reports from the citizens we engage with the different stakeholders, especially. We do targeted engagement with stakeholders mm-hmm. as it relates to them, as it concerns them. The majority of the concerns, like I said at the moment, has to do with security. Okay. The other one is also whether or not INEC will conduct elections. We have had these complaints or these concerns from almost uh, all of the 774 local government, based on the worrying sides that people are seeing. And so we have received assurances from INEC as long as the uh, security will improve and they have assurance from the security that they should go ahead and if you said they will go ahead with the election. The Mm -hmm. security on their part also have continued to assure us and assure that the security agency. Yes, Mm -hmm. assure other Nigerians, many Nigerians that they are are ready to uh, marshal their people to the field and also ensure uh, his free process. So my concern always has been that if all of these things Happening in the build of the election and they are not.
3: I mean just yesterday we had reports of Enugu uh the
4: the annexation. Always in the news, mm. Enugu emo. if this are not addressed uh and if it drags until close to the election, then it would definitely affect participation. We have seen that in elections for instance in twenty twenty in Edo in Ondo, um where because of the insecurities that happened or the atmosphere of violence before the election some persons they didn't really engage the process on election day so the um the show of force that usually happen before election especially from the security interest you want to see that begin early not to wait until election week okay. uh, to begin to cycle around just even the state capitals but if it is possible from now uh the engagement should be top bottom uh, bottom top as okay. well so uh do all the security mapping know where this concerns and that's why our groups i mean that are working in the field, especially mm. csos are trying in their effort to also share most of these uh, signals that we're getting from the field with the security so we will continue to engage and hope that also they take this on board and then also they comment this process of engagement early not to wait until election week like i said
3: um still with you uh, paul do you think women in general from the political parties are given a level playing ground for them to really participate in positions for relevant positions and all
4: well uh, I, I think this should have been the conversation even before now, like mm. when the party primaries and all happened. To a large extent, the participation this time, especially for women, has been abysmally poor. Okay. Like what we saw in the past. Perhaps in the past because we have uh, we have the uh, we, we had more parties contesting in the election than we had now, but that is still not the case because uh, what happens here is we give them On the other hand, the parties make the offer, but they collect it with the other hand, Mm -hmm. because we know they had made attempt to even reduce the cost of nomination forms Mm -hmm. for women. But it goes beyond just a nomination form; the other engaged processes. Some persons would
3: even argue that the moment and the times of this meeting, sometimes 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Beyond that, it's
4: even because. Most of this will also have to do with uh, resources. Mm -hmm. Uh, They give them, they reduce the nomination fees, but on the other hand, you begin to hear all that uh, sundry charges like administrative fees and all of that. Then you go into the main campaign. To be honest, I'm, I'm not sure that the parties are also being fair to the women. I'm not sure the women are getting as much support as the male candidates are getting, because I mean, once you emerge as the candidate for Mm -hmm. the party, then you become the responsibility of the party. So most times they go for who they think uh, will sell more or will appeal more to the category of voters that they are targeting and so you see this sort of engagement and then they reduce women to usually the coordinators for campaigns and all of that which is uh, which I thought by now we should have passed those narratives mm. and begin to talk about women taking the front seats in our mm. engagement but there are other opportunities beyond also that we want to beam a satellite mm-hmm. on beyond just even from the political class, even from the election management mm. body, we want to see whether they are intention in mainstreaming women participation as election officials, not just election officials, but the presiding officials when we come for uh, uh, during this engagement. Observer groups as well, even security, like my colleague here has said, even from security, whether there is that deliberate women at the forefront uh, to take the leading role when it comes to engagement for 2023 elections.
3: Interesting, Faith. Uh, still on this subject. Now, women are about 47% of registered voters. Now, what does this imply for the 2023 elections?
2: Well, we see that before now, I had um hopes that, and not just me, a number of us had more hopes that. To have a first female president. We're going, <laughs> no, we're getting there, we're getting there. Okay. But I'm talking about the um, percentage of female voters that we had. You know, during the registration exercise, we kept seeing the numbers for women going up. But um, as Paul said, you know, some of these women could not complete their um, registration. Mm-hmm. They go for physical the fiscal part of the registration, they could not complete it. So we are seeing the numbers dropping to 47.5% for women. But um, despite that, I believe that what this means is um there are positives to this and there are also negatives to this. Now, seeing that um, we are at 47%,
4: mm-hmm.
2: what that means is that to deliver any female candidates, as much as we're expecting that women will vote you know for their women folk yeah. still to deliver female candidates who would need to see men also voting for them voting for these female candidates because we are allies in this we are not um, on opposite sides of um, fence. so we are uh, we expecting that um, women would actually come out in their numbers and show that despite the fact that we might not be um, opposite the front of front, front yes. and, uh, okay. but we are we are committed to seeing that our votes count. We are committed to seeing that our women folk that have made it to being um, candidates actually get elected into offices so i'm expecting to see a lot of women actually coming out if um security um issues are quite are well sorted out they expect to see um women um coming out and exercising okay. their franchise because they've actually been coming out even in past elections the elections mm-hmm. that i've been privileged to observe i've seen um, a number of women coming out even breastfeeding mothers and you know very old
3: women i still expect to see that there. In, uh, interesting let me bot in, in here earlier you mentioned insecurity you said culture and also religion uh, may pose as a barrier for uh, women to really participate in all of this but right now you're streaming it down to just insecurity culture sometimes some wives are not even allowed to come out of the house yes
2: that's that's true sometimes they are not allowed to comment what i'm saying now is that if we are able to despite these barriers Mm. we are able to see women imagine as 47 percent of nigerian voters then you see that we are determined Mm. we are showing our political because political participation does not only end at being a candidate voting also is um, uh, political participation. So the fact that these women have completed their um, registrations and are registered voters shows that there's political will on, on the part of okay. Nigerian women. And we were ready, really ready to, you know, show that and exercise our franchise editing in improve.
3: Interesting indeed. Uh, back to you, Paul. Uh, now, what are your findings as regards
4: gender based violence? Before I happen that I think also to just add a point to what Faith has said about women's participation. Please go on. They shouldn't be discouraged. If you go back to research, I'm sure if you are going to search online now for the 10, uh, maybe uh, 10 trending pictures on voter. On, voters on election day you will see women yeah. women are usually mm. the voters even in the country so mm. I think women should be encouraged and like she said we want to also see more women now even voting in women mm. and the men folks also supporting that cause um, for what we are seeing relating to gender gender-based based violence, violence at the moment so far it has been more of verbal violence okay. and then also um, uh, Concise also around identity based violence, like mm-hmm. I said, things around hate speech mm-hmm. and then violence against women on the basis of their age. Um, there have been recent attacks, for instance, in Gombe, Jakarta the ferry, uh, ferry area of Gombe, by mm-hmm. the Calary Boys, although it was an attack directed at the party. But if you also think about women as part of that party, the party office, party campaign office was burnt down. some extent if you have also women participating in that process even as candidate it could to a large extent affect their uh, the the campaign season for women because Mm -hmm. the party will have to recalibrate before before they engage we got states for instance like uh, Benue states Mm -hmm. like koji that had reported also violence against women concerns with defacing women posters in amber local government most of this uh, early January. Okay. Yeah, and so when you begin to see this, what the what people are trying to do is to sell. Uh, I mean, people are trying. Uh, this is fear mongering mm-hmm. to be, see how they could push out fair and still fair in the minds of these women candidates, so they are not able to go out to participate or decide to withdraw their candidates. Uh, they are. They are. They are. Yeah, withdraw from the process. But I okay. think that shouldn't be the case. Like we will always continue to say, for us as Observer Group, we shall continue to provide the report, especially the data, and hoping that the stakeholders responsible will take that on board and act based on that. Interesting indeed. Now,
3: just before we move into the next uh, question, uh, just to let you know that you are an integral part of the show and you can be part of it, all you need to do is dial the number 818 4270287 that is the digits to dial or you can dial the other one which is 0818 4270265 again the numbers to dial to be part of the process and uh, the show this lovely afternoon are 0818 4270287 or 0818 4270265 are you a woman listening to us this afternoon? Have you collected your PVC? I think it starts from there. Uh, the numbers again are 818 4270 or 818 4270 Do not forget that the topic of our discussion today is uh, the 2023 election and challenges of women participation. Okay, we have a caller here. Hello? Good afternoon, let's meet, you. let's meet you. What's your name? Hello, good afternoon. You may have to call us back. The numbers again are 818 or 818 Those are the digits to dial. You have questions or comments on the particular topic, on this particular topic. Okay, so back to you, Faith. Now, what actions can we take to improve women's political participation?
2: First of all, I must commend every woman hmm. that is a candidate right now. Okay. Because <laughs> there were a whole number of challenges uh, uh, before getting Let there. me
3: pause you there okay. as we just take this call. Hello? Good afternoon. Good
1: afternoon. Great to have you. Let's uh, meet
3: you. Your name and location.
1: My name is Charles, and I'm calling from Lagos.
3: Okay, talk to us, Charles.
1: Yes. Um, Women participation in this twenty twenty election. I think uh, what has started threatening or started threatening human participation, even the young ones, is the violent nature of some. Political followers, let me just say, politician followers. For instance, in my area here, in Lagos, there were threats, almost threats, every now and then, that if you don't vote for this particular candidate, you know, this uh, we're going to do something or something like that, we know where you live and all that. But my problem, aside from even the women participation on that regard, because they are threatening. Okay. And even when the security agencies get to know about it, for the fact that uh, the probability of the organ on top is above uh, the law, on oath, there's nothing that will happen. And this is a very big threat. And I mean a very big threat. So this should be checkmated. Even the security mm. agency will even know this. But uh, they, I don't know. I don't know. If there is anything they can do, in fact, on that election day, there would be a hotline from the security agencies that if there is any violence of any sort in any polling booth, that this is a hotline that should be called and let there be response all right we okay,
3: thank you indeed do you want to react quickly to that james
4: yeah i think i wouldn't I, I i wouldn't say it better than what he just mm-hmm. said ethnic profiling especially in the electoral okay. uh, uh, electoral process forcing people to vote along certain lines or to participate based on certain beliefs mm-hmm. um I think that should sincerely be discouraged. As for hotlines, I know INEC and police, um, uh, security agencies, they mostly provide hotlines, hotlines. around the election. In okay. our pre-election report, we had made those requests. Mm-hmm. We know it's something they always respond. So we hope that there will be hotlines okay. across all the states uh, uh, that people can call in, and then there will be response when people make those calls. Interesting. Fifth. Okay. Any addition? Yes. <laughs>
2: My addition to that is that I don't think, I, like Paul said, I don't think I would have said it better than Charles, City mm-hmm. and I'm particularly happy that it was a man that called in and oh, said jay. it. Yes, you know, that's <laughs> what we we're
3: going for. So that to it plan. doesn't
2: look like all the time we are just the ones crying mm-hmm. and, uh, you know. But yes, violence um, against women. Uh, okay. It's affecting a number of campaigns. Mm-hmm. The last year, we had the issue of um, a female candidate, I think, with NNPP that was pushed down during presidential rally and nobody did anything about it. I mean, it was uh, a... Uh, yes, you know, so political viol- um, violence against women is uh, something that we really, really need to work with.
3: Again, the numbers to dial 0818 4270287 or zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. Those are the numbers to dial to be part of the conversation. Wherever you're listening to us from Delta, Bielsa, Lagos, Abuja, you can dial the numbers to be part of the conversation again. The numbers are 818 or 818 Those are the digits to dial to be part of the conversation this wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Remember our topic is still on 2023 election and challenges of women participation. I don't know if you've monitored elections before now, but the uh, results are well evident. Okay, so Faith, I was asking a question earlier. What actions can we take to improve women's political participation?
2: Okay, so again, I'm going to answer this question with different categories of people. Okay. Yes, I'm going to start with political party executives. Okay. I really hope they're listening on this show. I'm sure. Mm. Uh, we, we, there is a role that the party plays in the campaigns of their candidates. Okay. And the fact that your candidate is a female does not mean that your role is any less. The same make du- push over. Yes, mm-hmm. the same due diligence you would exercise in making sure that you deliver your male candidates. Exercise same d- due diligence in, sh- in if- making sure that you deliver your female. Candidates, uh, pr- um, the the provision you need to make for campaigns, okay. for you know security, for party agents. Well, please, you really do those things because um uh, that's one of the issues that female some female candidates are having. They're not getting that support that they need from yeah. their parties. So that is one area that uh, we need. To, that's one thing that we can do. Okay. Another thing that we can do, really. To improve women political participation is voting for them. I can, I'm voting them. I cannot say this too much. I cannot overemphasize. You can it it. Yes, mm. despite the high nomination forms, despite the threats, despite the violence, despite everything, they crossed and made it from um, being aspirants to being candidates you know and um, uh, it's time for us to really show that we are encouraging women's political participation we cannot keep saying every time that women are not coming out and we can see them coming out there are uh, and you know um um, despite these barriers Mm. and it is now at this point that we show that yes well, your efforts are not in vain. We are going to vote for you. We're okay. going to support you by voting for you. Okay. And also, uh, what we also need to do um, to increase women's political participation mm. uh, regarding this 2023 elections, I cannot um, um, stress the need for security okay. uh, enough. We really need to make sure that an election day. Um, everybody, irrespective of male, uh, female, they are able to come out and vote. And when I say vote and vote for women, <laughs> I'm not talking about women alone voting for women. All the, the men that are on this call, I
3: believe, Paul. Yes, uh, well, indeed. Uh-huh. So
2: yes, that's how we can. Um, okay, vote. so let's
3: welcome you again, our dear listener. You can be part of the show. The numbers again are zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven or zero eight one eight. Four two seven zero two six five. Those are the numbers to dial to be part of the conversation. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. Uh, the number is zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five for your messages, your text and WhatsApp messages. Remember, the topic is yet on. Uh, 2023 election and challenges of women participation uh, from the last thing Faith said what actions can we take to improve women political participation I mean
1: people are not even calling right now is it because it's women no 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 <laughs> <laughs>